and welcome back to this week's episode of Speak It Out. I am Anna, your co-host with your host, Veronica. Hello. Hey, Anna. We're doing good? We're doing great. And uh, this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about being the body. Being the body that Jesus has called us to be. Yes. And having uh, this body that is actually functional and not dysfunctional. I so, think a lot of us are used to the dysfunctional. <laughs> probably, but, you know, we're going to set them some things in order here. Yes. But um, if uh, I want to read uh, Ephesians 4, mm-hmm. verse 15, it says, and I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says, instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. You know, that's so key because um, he it's it's Jesus who makes the body fit together perfectly. Yes. That means, you know, like I compare it to our natural body. Mm-hmm. Like I may not like my toe, but it has a purpose. It does. And, you know, the way... God made our bodies is it's perfect. And yes. so he created it perfectly to do its purpose. And so we have to remember Christ, you know, sometimes um, we we um, look at someone and we might say, well, you know, why are they here? Why? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? And we have to remember that Jesus set them there. They're part yes. of the body and they have a function, even though, you know, they might not have the same function you do. They still have a purpose. Yes. And so we just, you know, have to be patient through it. And if I keep on reading, it says, as each each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I like how it begins with love and, and ends with love. You know, and it's a very famous scripture. Everyone knows it. But the greatest of this is what? Love. Love. Mm-hmm. And and it. I love how it begins with, with love. I love love. Um, I love how it begins with love. And you know, this scripture knocks comparison yes. out of the water. Yes. It knocks competition out of the water. Yes. Because it leaves no room for it. Right. Because it says as each part does its own special work. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not here to compete against someone else. Right. On on, you know, oh well, I I think I should be the praise and worship leader because I I know I know the songs that are cool right now. Mm-hmm. No. You are here to just be the part that God has assigned you to be. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know your part, then, you know, get in the word, get, get in his presence yeah. and he'll, and he'll show you, he'll always mm-hmm. show you where you belong and, and, and what's your part in, in the body. Getting before him. Yeah. Um, but you have, you know, uh, I like what you said about not comparing yourself. Mm-hmm. You have a unique gift. Yes. And your gift fits into the body mm-hmm. like a puzzle piece. Yes. You know, you're like that puzzle piece. When you're not fulfilling your gift or when you're trying to be in the same shape as somebody else, it just doesn't work. Yes. God's already created that shape. 
So be who God's called you to be because you offer something unique to the body of Christ. Yes. And, and not only that, you're shortchanging yourself and you're shortchanging God because, you know, he created you for a certain thing, for Mm -hmm. a certain purpose. So when you're trying to force yourself into a place that you don't belong, you know, whether it be a ministry or a calling or whatever it might be, you know, maybe God wants to do something completely amazing out of the ordinary with you and you're just limiting it by staying in a in a box that you don't fit trying to compare yourself to someone trying to be like someone else or trying to you know just be who god's created you to be and he you know um it's it's with purpose your gift is a contribution to the body of christ to help others grow Mm -hmm. and that's what we just read but it's all tied together with love Mm -hmm. faith um, without love, it just—it's not faith. You're yeah. not faith worketh through love. Mm-hmm. So you have to have love to ignite your faith. Yes. And so even here we see being part of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know we have to love. Mm-hmm. You know the Bible. I just I just read um, in verse um, what was it verse fifteen? Mm-hmm. Speak the truth with love. Yeah. You know, we have to speak truth with love. We can't, it doesn't say come and speak truth with anger or come hit someone over the head or, Mm -hmm. you know, it says with love Yeah. because really the whole gospel is about love. God is love. He doesn't have love. He is love. And so when you capture that, then everything that you do will be done out of love. Mm -hmm. And when you do things out of love, you lay yourself down for others. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think, uh, and I used to be guilty of of this one, you know, when I would, when I would approach someone about something that they were doing wrong, and I would end it with, I'm just being honest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Lord like had to deal with me because yeah. it's like, great. I thank you for being honest, but where's the love? Yeah. You need to be, you need to be loving. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't tell you all your sins and not give you love. Like I give you my love and I say, Hey, let's work on this. Let's change this. And I was like, okay, I'm yeah. so sorry. Because love, love does so much more yeah. than just coming at you know, at someone with a stick. Yeah. You know, love, it covers. Yes. It covers offenses. It covers sins. It covers, you know, your shortcomings. And so we we have to learn to l- come from a place of love. Yes. You know, if, if it's rude, don't say it. Yeah. If it's going to hurt someone, don't do it. Yeah. If it's going to destroy a relationship, then stop. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you lay yourself down. Mm-hmm. You lay your life, your will, your everything down for the sake of someone else. And sometimes, you know, especially um, in ministry, people are trying to compete. Yes. You know, it's this competition. Well, I have this gift and I can prophesy. So, I will, you know, I'll prophesy or I can do uh, I can do this and I'm going to do this or I can sing and I want to be the, you know. And it's not, you know, it's about, you know, I'm trying to put it into words, but <laughs> You want to help others excel. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what love is. Yeah. It pushes others to excel. Mm -hmm. It no longer, you know, you're not trying to climb on someone to excel. Yeah. But now you're that ladder that someone else climbs upon to excel. And they they begin to repeat that. And so now the body's being strengthened because now you're that foundation of love Mm -hmm. because everything that you're doing is love. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about who's being seen or who's not being seen or who's being heard or who's not being heard. It's about love. It's about laying your life down. It's about pushing others to to excellence in in their callings. Yes, you know, and I think um, I think the Christian community could learn this um, because let's be honest, a lot of churches are always competing with other churches. Yeah. We're always trying to outdo each other, when in reality, if we could just give the message of Jesus. Yeah. You know, our whole communities would be changed. Then. There's so many people hurting. Yeah. There's so many people out there, you know, that, that need Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's so many people waiting to just hear the, the message of salvation. Yeah. Uh, to be healed. You know, there's so many people out there mm-hmm. that we're, you know, the enemy has us so busy fighting each other. Yeah. You know, coming against each other that we're missing the, the, the great commission. Yeah. We're missing the great commission. We're not doing what God's called us to do because we're busy trying to take the mic away from each other. Yeah. And trying, well, I want to do God's work. Well, go to the corner and go lead someone to Jesus. You know, go go to that coworker that's been hurting and pray over them. You know, sometimes people think it's about the multitudes, but really it's just about the one. You know, Jesus left the 99 to go after the one. And so people get so focused on the multitude. And, you know, I'm not knocking that, that God, you know, has appointed people to go after the multitudes. Mm -hmm. That's their calling. But don't get so caught up in that, that Mm -hmm. you miss the one that's right next to you. Yeah. Some people prefer the pulpit instead to that that one-on-one I'm going to minister to you and 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 help you grow. You know, some people think that they reached their destination when they reached the pulpit. And in reality is sometimes people need just the pre- the preacher on the street. Yeah. The one that says, "Hey, um I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. I see you hurting. I see you. I see you struggling. I'm here." You know, it doesn't matter. And, um, you know, being pastors, some of, you know, I, 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 I love ministering to people. I love praying with Mm -hmm. people, but some of the, the greatest moments I've experienced where the love of God is just poured out. Yes. As I'm ministering, but Mm -hmm. it's been on the one-on-one, Yeah, you know, just seeing a, a person be set free, seeing them receive salvation, how their countenance just changes. It goes from this darkness to light, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's, it's functioning in the call that God's given you, given you, you know, functioning upon that call, not concerned about, um, what you know your neighbor's doing run your race stop looking at how they're running and where they're at and just run your race because Mm -hmm. your your giftings and your callings to the body of christ they matter yeah they matter and if you don't fulfill them then it's like you're limping you're causing the body of christ to to you know um be at uh be missing something yeah you know and so it's so important that you function in your gift. Yes. Yes. It's like, it's, it's like, you know, you see someone prophesying and all of a sudden it's like, Ooh, I'm going to prophesy. And you're not called to that. <laughs> so let's keep quiet. Yeah. Cause you don't know, ne- you never know who you're going to affect yeah. when you're not operating in the area that you're supposed to be, mm. because you're not only 
you know, you're not only messing with your calling at that moment, you're messing with someone's life. Yeah. And you need to be very, very careful with yeah. that. Yeah. You know? And But that goes back to the comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking at someone else doing something, mm-hmm. and so they want to do that. Yes. And so you miss out on fulfilling what God's called you to do yeah. because you're so busy wanting to be somebody else. Yeah. Be comfortable with who you are, yeah. with who God's called you to be, with yes. the gifts and the talents that he's put within you because they're there to reach a certain people. Yeah. And, and you know, when you're comfortable in who God has made you to be and where he has you, you're going to be in joy. Yes. You're not going to be miserable because you're not comparing yourself to, right. man, I'm not where, where my sister is. I'm not where my brother is. And man, I'm really, I, I should, I should be better. You know what? The season that you're in is a season that you're in. Yeah. Growing it, learning it mm-hmm. and just, you know, and just enjoy. Be a blessing. Season. Yeah. Just be a blessing be, wherever be you a go. Blessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have to, you have to accept the fact that First of all, love. Mm-hmm. Second, he fits it all together perfectly. He knows what he's doing. And, you know, and then realize that you have your special work. Mm-hmm. Find out what it is. Yeah. Spend time with him and be like, Lord, right now I'm a little clueless. Yeah. But I know you have something for me. So reveal it to me. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to seek you out. Just, you know, just how Jacob didn't let go of God. You know, I won't let you go until I receive my blessing. That's right. Don't let him go. You know, um, and I, I can honestly say I speak from experience um, because as you've probably heard from my previous podcast, um, I don't have an anointing to sing and I'm a pastor's <laughs> wife. So I don't fit the mold, but I don't think I was ever called to fit the mold. Yeah. Um, and it took me years to kind of to accept that mm-hmm. because um, when we were called into ministry, um, you know, it's like every pastor's wife sang mm. and i felt like okay i don't sing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what do i do lord yeah. and for years it it i just lord what what do you want me to do i'll help with the kids so i helped in children's church for years um i helped in almost every area of ministry i served because i i didn't know what god wanted me to do yes. and so i was searching and i would i would just you know i would everything i did i did unto him i just wanted to serve him i remember yes. just saying lord i just want to serve you i you know i'll serve you in in any area just don't ever put me on the pulpit <laughs> i will clean the bathrooms joyfully i will do whatever it takes joyfully yes. i just don't lord that's not that's not me that that's my limitation right yeah. there that was my that's where i drew the line do i drew not the cross, line lord. exactly do not cross and you know it took years but you mm-hmm. know in in those years, God was building something in me and removing things from me, you know, things that didn't belong there, years of, of rejection, years of, of you know, uh, confusion and, you know, um, focusing on these other things. And it wasn't until um, one day, just, you know, in prayer, just before the Lord, that he began to show me me ministering and yeah. that scared me. Yeah. I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, I, I failed speech class. You know, I just, <laughs> I couldn't do that. And it scared me. And I yes. just said, no, I just remember saying, I, I, you know, that's, but my hunger for him became so great mm-hmm. that it just happened. Yes. It wasn't that I desired it because Lord knows it scared me. I just, I, you know, I, I just couldn't see like I I felt like I would just fail. Yes. I like I it just couldn't do it. 
And, you know, it's like, no, the pastor's wife's supposed to sit, you know, quietly by her husband and be that support and, mm-hmm. you know, do all those things. And I just felt like I just didn't fit in that. Like, yeah. that just wasn't me. And the closer I grew with God, the more fire was in me. And I just couldn't stay quiet. Mm-hmm. And it just flowed right out of me. And I had to be comfortable with who God called me to be. And that took time for me. I had to accept this is who God called me to be. Mm -hmm. And even yet, you know, when, when, you know, they want me to speak or whatever, I'm like, oh, isn't this person better? (laughs) You know, I think they'll do a better job than I will. I'm still, you know, it's still a struggle within Mm -hmm. me because, you know, my, my, my mind always goes back to just help in the background. Yes. But God's called me out of that background. Mm-hmm. But I had to get comfortable. And yes. everything I do, I do in love. I, mm-hmm. I don't do it because for ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. I do it out of the relationship I have with Christ. You mm-hmm. know, I just love him so much. And even, you know, because there's times too when when you feel like, man, that was horrible. I just, you know, I, that was bad. I don't ever want to do this again. Yeah. And then, you know, you'll get that one person. Thank you for saying, you know, for praying da 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 I yeah. really receive from it. And it's like, you know what? It's not about you. Yeah. It's not about you. Yeah. It's about what God is doing through you. Mm-hmm. It's it's releasing those gifts and that word that he's put in you. Yes. If you hold on to them, people will never receive. Mm-hmm. And even when you feel like you're not good enough, you know, it, fill yourself up with the word. Yes. Get the word so in you that when everything that comes out of you is just word. Yes. It's the word. It's the word. And the word will always be a blessing to someone. Yeah. And, you know, I can speak from the other side, the side of being sitting under you, you know, under your ministry. Um, you know, I know I know the, the, the struggle, I guess you could say, the... <laughs> I need, I'm going to minister and I don't know uh, if I'm ready. Uh, um, but then when I see you up there and I see you fully confident and, and not you, but the word of yeah. God that's in you. And I know it, it blesses me mm-hmm. and I know it blesses the people that are listening and hearing it. And, and it just shows the fulfillment of this scripture that says when each part does its special work, it helps other parts grow. Yes. And, you know, when we get out of our own way, yes, when we finally enjoy our special work, yeah, you'd never know who you're going to help grow. Exactly. And, and it's, and it's awesome because, because, you know, you just, you never know who you're keeping back. Mm -hmm. And when you realize the impact that you have, whether it be, you know, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. you have impact, Mm -hmm. you have influence. Mm -hmm. Get over yourself, yeah, and and help others grow, you know, and and it's just it's a, it's it's amazing because I could testify to the fact that um, when you minister, I grow, mm-hmm. and and it just it it just goes to show that hey, the word of God knows what it's saying, and it's it's scripture being fulfilled. Yes, it's, it's scripture, scripture being, being fulfilled. fulfilled. Um, but you have to show up. Yes, you do. You know, you have to show up. Mm-hmm. And that's where where people um, get caught up in, but I can't do it. Yeah. Um, I have nothing to offer. Um, no one's going to pay attention. But, you know, when you get so connected to God, yes, it's not you that's offering anything. Yeah. It's Christ in you that is giving everything. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, as long as you are separated, as long as you make it all about you, you'll always feel like you're never good enough. Yeah. Like you're never going to fulfill anything God's called you to do because you're full of yourself. Yeah. And so you have to empty yourself and get full of him. Yeah. You have to put the word of God in in, in yourself. Yes. You have to stay uh, in worship constantly. Yes. You know, all of that matters. Um, you know, at the beginning of, of, of ministry, I remember, um, for some reason, God's blessed me. I'm able to hug people and just love on them with the love of God. Yes. You know, like a mother, I guess. Yes. And uh, I remember thinking, this is a little strange. <laughs> you know, people are crying on my shoulders and I'm just giving them a hug, you know. Yeah. But it was the love of God that they were sensing. It had yeah. nothing to do with me. I yeah. was just that obedient vessel mm-hmm. that just loved on them and showed them the love of God. Yeah. And I remember telling the Lord, Lord, if you want me just to give hugs for the rest of my life, I will give hugs for the rest of my I am completely <laughs> confident yeah. in just staying right there using that gift that you've given me. Yes. But, you know, he's definitely, he always grows you. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love um, when we come to him, it's salvation. We receive the gift of salvation, but it doesn't end there. There's so many other gifts that he has for you. And that's where we have to draw close to him to discover those gifts. We will never discover them apart from him. We will always discover them as we draw close to him. Thanks for listening to our two-part series on the body. Uh, Stay tuned for our second part next week. You don't want to miss it. God bless.